Welcome back to another episode of In Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body, and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight to the point tips, ways that you can improve your surfing, or ways that you can see surfing in a different way and start to understand it more so that you can implement things and improve your surfing. This week, I wanna talk about how to surf bigger waves managing fear and this whole relationship around your comfort zone and surfing bigger waves. Before we get into this week's episode, which is the main focus of this week, just putting out a reminder that we launched the community.ombi.co platform just the other week. This is incorporating all of our training, all of our free programs, paid premium programs, our monthly challenges, and the community into one place. It's trying to facilitate both the training and the community in one place so that you can meet other surfers, talk about the training, connect with other people, just making it easier. And then also when we have our events, our online Zoom calls, our surf coaching, that everything's in one place. That's the main reason for it. It's trying to make things simpler. So if you haven't already, head over to community.onb.co. It is a new platform. There is, we haven't been able to make accounts for people. Um, because of that and security, I don't want to be accessing people's passwords and creating accounts for them. But that's there. It's really exciting. There'll be a lot more coming from Mombi over the next couple of weeks because I will be back in the office joining the group. So we'll be pumping out a lot of new things, a lot of exciting things. Uh, but I won't give anything away just yet. So if you are new, you can jump into the community platform as well. It's completely free. Uh, and if you're an existing member of Mombi, you can jump straight in and if you don't have all your programs, everything that should be there, just contact us at info.onby.co and we'll sort it out. But anyways, let's get into this week's episode, which is all about how to surf bigger waves, managing fear, building that confidence and getting out of your comfort zone. So like always, well not always, most of the time, I'm going to start this with a question. Are you holding yourself back in the surf? Do you sometimes find yourself pulling back on bigger waves or turns? Do you surf bigger waves or do you just kind of look at it and think, nah, I'm going to leave that for the other surfers. It's not for me. Or do you sometimes paddle out and you sit really wide on the shoulder waiting for a wave that looks easier, but you're not taking action? These are things I kind of want you to think about. Think about where you, what's your relationship to bigger waves and how do you respond? Or are you currently stuck feeling like you've lost all confidence and ability as a surfer? And maybe this has come from an experience in bigger waves. Maybe you got caught on the inside, on the impact zone, and you've been held under a couple times and it's kind of knocked you around. As a surfer, there are lessons we can learn from our fears and our comfort zone that we can use to bring back the fun, get you back in the ocean and exploring more conditions, including bigger surf. So this week, I'm gonna dive into managing fear, teaching you a couple quick methods and advice for how you can recenter yourself and change that feeling from no to maybe. And this is gonna help you regardless of where your surfing's at, what you're surfing, what board you're riding, what skill level you are. This is across the board for everyone. Before we get into all the tips, the tricks, the methods, we need to talk about your relationship with big waves and what big waves mean to you. 
what is big to me may not be big to you. And what is big to you may not be big to me, if that makes sense. It's about perception and that I go through this with my partner all the time. And when we go to the beach, she'll be like, oh, it's massive. And I'm like, oh, no, it's only like shoulder high. She's like, no, it's head high. It's this. It is 100% about how you perceive what is big. What is big for you? What is in your comfort zone? What are you familiar with? And also, what are you surfing? So you may be in somewhere where coming from Australia, I had a perception of what was big for a very long time. And that was based around cyclone swells that maybe every now and then it will get up to six feet. There weren't many places that I would see ever going above that. When I moved to England, we get the occasional winter storm where surf can be like 10 to 15 feet swell and it looks like a complete washing machine. So it's also situational where you live, what you see, what you think is big. You know, there is obviously big waves. You've got Nazare, everything else, but it is comes back to what is big for you and no matter what anyone else says, it doesn't matter. It's what's big for you. And there's more to this. It's not just how is it, what size is it? Is that big for you? It also comes down to how is it breaking? And this can be where surf that's maybe shoulder high and head high for you may look fun and it may look big for someone else. But then the way it's breaking if you think of some of the point breaks where it's more of a crumbly break and that's based on the tide, someone who may think that that's big now may go, oh, that's easier now because I can see it's not as it's not as quick, it's not as dumpy, whatever perception they have of that. So it's also the way that the waves are breaking. So these are the things that you need to understand when you're thinking what's big for me and what's in my comfort zone is how big is the wave and how is it breaking? Is that a slow, gentle break that I can deal with or is that really quick? And that's making me stressed. So the final part, which I've just alluded to, being stress. Um, it's very difficult here when we start talking about big waves. A lot of people, for whatever big is for you, it starts to elicit a lot of stress in people. And what I want to try and explain, which is a difficult concept to get for the first time you hear it, if you're not familiar with it, but... It's your choice to be stressed and uncomfortable in those conditions. Now, you may be sitting there thinking, dude, what the hell? It is not my choice. This stuff scares me and I have no power over that. The point of that statement is to try and help people understand that you do have a choice in how you respond to these situations and I'm not talking about the extreme conditions, like you're not going to go out into big wave surfing where it's, you know, 20 foot waves. That's completely different. There are not many people who are not going to, I'm talking your average shoulder head high, just above head, any kind of those situations or something that's just above what you normally surf. It's, it's your choice how you respond to that and that you can let the fear take over or you can try and control yourself and that stress and make the choice to say, I'm not going to be stressed by this. I'm going to focus on being relaxed and in the moment. It's a very difficult thing, something that deserves a whole other chat by itself. But the choices you make control how you behave in the surf. To give an example of this, it's 
easier when we talk about this outside of surfing, but it's kind of like if I walked up to you and said, hey, I don't like your shirt. You have the choice to be angry at me or kind of just walk away and be like, yeah, cool, dude, whatever. It's easier said than done and it takes time and it takes practice, but it's about training ourselves to make those positive choices to say, I'm not going to be affected by this and I'm going to relax. Very difficult, I understand, but that's something I'd want people to start trying. So this week's episode is about managing that stress, managing those feelings, and then next week, I'm going to talk more about the, the learning to fall and how to relax so that where that choice comes in about how you respond, that's when it comes in. And then it's training yourself that it's okay to be tossed around, to be dumped, to go over the falls. That kind of the conversation is going to happen next week. So the first bit of advice I want to give people about surfing bigger waves and overcoming that fear is by asking yourself, maybe. And too many surfers are stuck in the world of, I can't. And if you want to translate that is, I probably could but I'm too scared to try. And this tip is meant to change the way you think about these situations, build more confidence, prevent panic, and improve your ocean awareness. If you change the no to a maybe, you change your entire outlook as a surfer. It's no longer a question of what the wave will do, it's what you will do. This is a very subtle way to pull you out of your comfort zone that's holding you back. Most surfers don't realize their own ability until they start actually trying things. Just think about that last statement for a little while. Most surfers don't know their own ability till they start trying things. A lot of surfers are stuck thinking about that they're moving, that they're doing something, but when they watch themselves back on video, they realize they're not, and they're not doing much. And that it's when you actually try or when you exaggerate some of these movements or just have a go, you start to realize what you're capable of. And it's that failing forwards. It's having a go, trying things out and realizing that you are a better surfer than what you are. And a lot of surfers I know have imposter syndrome where they're like, oh, I'm just a beginner. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't go out into a crowd of 40, 50 people. But then I look at them and I'm like, you're better than 50, 60% of these people. So it's having a go and realizing what you're capable of is so important. So please do it. Don't shoot yourself down. There's being a realist and then there's kind of dragging yourself around saying that you're worse than what you are. So for a lot of surfers, they don't know their own ability and it's kind of painful. But then there is also the flip side of that where you've got surfers who are full of ego and think they're better than what they are. So wherever you are, you want to find that middle ground and just humbly accept where you are, but also understand that you're capable of probably more than what you think you are. So going back to this concept of maybe and asking yourself maybe instead of no. If you imagine you're paddling to catch a wave, you haven't caught it yet, but as you watch it stand up, you start to worry about it and what it may or may not do. Your fears are taking over and you start feeling like you better let this wave go. Or maybe this happens as you go to take off. It's a pretty natural reaction, so don't stress about it. The point being is you're silently saying no inside of your head, except you're most likely screaming it and end up paddling out of the way 
or doing something where you put yourself in a worse position in the surf. Overcoming fear becomes impossible if you always doubt yourself and say no before you've even tried. By thinking, maybe I'll get the best wave, or maybe I'll make the drop, maybe this will be really fun, I could get a lot of speed here, maybe this will be really good, you change the whole energy in the surf. It's not about failure, stress, or fear. It's about trying and possibly surprising yourself. This shift also impacts your body, causing you to relax and remove tension. The next step is to shift from maybe to excitement. And quickly, before I get on to the next part, I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent here and bring up something that I brought up in a previous episode, which was all about dippy, which is a response mechanism built into us humans where it stands for danger, importance, pleasurable, and interesting. And that system is how we regard information and its priority to how we respond. If something's dangerous, we will respond to it. If you're enjoying something and it's pleasurable, but something new and dangerous comes in, you'll be snapped out of that experience. If something's important, it places itself above pleasure. And if something's just interesting, it's not as important as having that fun, feeling that pleasurable experience. So when we put this into bigger waves, I want you to think about Dippy. I want you to think, what is the danger I am responding to that's preventing me from a pleasurable act? from doing something that's fun. You need to turn what's dangerous into fun or interesting. So you need to control that response. You need to calm yourself down and go, this isn't as dangerous as I originally thought it was and I'm okay. That's what maybe does. Maybe goes, maybe that's dangerous, but maybe it's really fun and it's shifting from danger to pleasure. So this podcast already has been a lot of talking. Let's talk about how we actually implement this in the surf. So the next time you find yourself being held back, I want you to ask yourself a series of questions. One or all of these, it doesn't matter. Just what works for you. And these questions are, maybe, maybe this could be really fun. Maybe I could get a heap of speed here. This could be an insane drop. Maybe I'll get the best wave and show up my friends. Maybe I'll feel something new. Maybe I'll try something new. Maybe I'll be putting myself in the right position. Or maybe I'll fall and that's okay. It doesn't matter. It's just about changing the way that you shift that conversation. And it's shifting from possibilities and allowing yourself to be surprised by what you can do when you try. And it's not about success. It's just about having a go. Success is not guaranteed. Failure is going to happen and it's just your response to it. That if you sit there and go, maybe this could be really good, you're not setting up the expectation that it's going to be. You're just saying, it could be. It could be good. It could be bad. And if it's bad, that's okay. But if it's good, then I've shown myself something new and I've changed the way I see these things. So I want to give you an example. And that's taking off on big waves. So as you're paddling in, ask yourself, Maybe this will be the biggest drop and you get so much speed going down it. That sounds fun. Let's go. Take a breath. Forget your fears. And if you succeed, amazing. If you go over the falls, relax. Don't panic. 
and wait for that point where the waves let you go. Don't fight the ocean and go with the flow. I'm going to talk about that experience next week in more detail, but just relax. You've not said, I'm going to go over the falls. If you did that, you'd be tense and the experience of being thrown around will always be negative. If you try something and it succeeds, it feels great. If you fail, you had no expectations other than to try and you can relax in the process. If you take this all as a learning experience, these maybes are going to rapidly help you progress and overcome your fears. You're not pushing the boundaries where you're going from I only surf waist high to now I'm going to surf one and a half times overhead. You're just incrementally trying them out in slightly bigger surf than what you're used to or what you're currently used to and finding, changing that conversation, finding more comfort in different situations. This is about getting out of your comfort zone and expanding it into a newer one. So then the next step is how do we release tension? And what is this? And tension, if you've listened to this podcast, if you've followed on B, you know it's probably the biggest thing we talk about because the biggest thing holding you back in your surfing is you, your fears, and the tension in your body because you're limiting the way that you move and you're preventing action by saying, I'm too afraid to do that or I don't want to do it. So if you're out in the lineup and you notice you're holding yourself back, take the time to center yourself. Take a breath, make a funny noise, whistle, anything to relax. Tension is the enemy of good style and technique. And it's very common, but very easy to get rid of. Most surfers are unaware of the tension they carry into the surf or when they're riding waves. But if you watch a clip of your surfing or watch another surfer and think, they are really, they're moving really awkward or wild. There's one part technique, but there's probably a lot of tension in their surfing. And that's what's stopping them from moving really bad. The other part is knowledge, awareness. But the biggest enemy for most people is they don't move well because they're stiff and holding tension. By removing that tension, you'll allow yourself to react and perform better in the surf. So this next part is about giving you an example, but it's so important that you find what's good for you. If you listen to this podcast, everything I want to push to people is finding what works for you because that's the most important part. It's the trigger word that suits you, that causes you to create action and get out of a bad pattern. It's finding the method that allows you to relax. So some of these I use and some of them I don't. Personally, I whistle. I whistle a lot out in the surf and sometimes that's to entertain myself because I'm bored and I'm just waiting for waves to come in. Or sometimes I'm out there just going, kind of like puffing my cheeks out with air and blowing through. I'm not going to make the noise because it's probably not fun on a podcast to listen to. But I will make, just build up air into my cheeks and puff it out and my lips will kind of move up and down as this air is passing. And it's just a long exhale for me. And I do that a lot. And if you ever surf with me, you'll probably just see me doing it. And it's just a conscious, conscious habit I've put myself into to be always working on releasing tension subconsciously so that I'm always trying to avoid it so that when I'm surfing, I'm relaxed. If I'm not doing anything, just relax. If I'm in bigger waves, I just need to constantly relax. If I'm in small waves, just relax, have fun. That's the point of it all. 
So I'm going to go into a couple examples other than what I do of how you can try and find some relaxation and remove that tension when you're surfing. So one of the methods I really recommend is box breathing. What you'll notice with most of these methods is they're a form of breathing. They're a way of controlling your heart rate, calming yourself and slowing things down. And box breathing is amazing for doing this. If you know of box breathing, fantastic. Go out and implement it. If you're not, I'm going to break it down. It's very simple. And it just works from a simple breath work. And it draws your attention into that, taking your mind out of the experience of being stressed, out of what the ocean is doing and forgetting about what's causing the fear. You then focus on your heart rate, focus on your breathing, and just slow everything down. It's very simple. It's a four-second inhale with a four-second pause, followed by a four-second exhale and another four-second pause. It's called box breathing because it's four breaths, well, it's two breaths and two pauses, creating four sides of a box, all equal sides. So four seconds in, four-second pause, four seconds out, four seconds pause, repeat. You keep doing that for as many cycles as you need until you can get back in and relax. You can do that out the back or on the shore. You can come in, gather yourself, go back out, or you can do when you're out there. But there's also other ways. And one of the ways that Clay loves to release tension is making fart noises. Just blowing air through your lips, doing something funny, it lightens up the whole mood. And it's an amazing thing. So whatever will get you laughing, or with you and your friends, do it. It's one of the best ways to relax. And secretly, what it's doing is getting you to do a long exhale. Other methods don't involve breathing. Can we just be talking someone in the surf? Make up a game to occupy time in between waves. Sometimes I'll like use the top of my board as kind of like a drum with a little layer of water and just kind of open palm splash in the water and just kind of make a beat. There's all these different ways to just occupy yourself. The worst thing you can do is sit in the surf and let that fear compound. To put that into a situation, you're sitting out there and you're going, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. And the more you think about that, the louder that voice becomes in your head. If you take the power away from that and move into, I'm okay, I'm relaxing, this is fine, or just distracting yourself, it doesn't become so controlling. You're taking the power away from that fear. The next method I want to go through is the pre-surf setup. And this one's so simple, and it just takes a couple minutes to observe the surf and set an intention, a primary goal. Make a plan to work on one thing and focus on that. Forget the rest and find a way to come out with a win and build confidence in conditions that may bother you. Where are the surfers? Where are the waves breaking? How big are they? Where do you want to paddle out? What things can you work on in today's surf? What will be a small win? That is what I want you to ask yourself. If you think you're going to go out in conditions that may test you mentally and you're going to be tense and, and frustrated, start in the right mental place. Set the intention, relax, find a win. If you go, oh, hey, I'm not comfortable out there. Paddling out and just sitting out the back may be a win. Getting one wave, just making the drop, getting a bottom turn, relaxing as you fall. All of these things are little wins that you can work on and be like, that's building my confidence in these waves that I'm not comfortable in. 
So start in the right place. If you do that and you focus on being in the right place, focusing on the right things, trying to arm yourself with information so that you know what your game plan is for that surf in conditions you're not comfortable with, anything after that small win is a bonus. And if you build upon that every time, you're going to progress as a surfer in those conditions. The main one that I implement when I'm in bigger surf, the thing that holds most surfers back is that compounding fear, sitting out there and doing nothing. And if I ever have one advice for people, if it's crowds, if it's size, it's keep busy. You sit still, you do nothing, you get cold, whatever happens, things get worse, they don't get better. The idea is that you keep going and catch waves and do something. Be moving, be in motion. doesn't matter what you're doing, just keep doing something to take your mind away from that. So when I surf with friends or if I'm coaching people and I can see they're getting lost in their own heads, maybe they're scared. The biggest problem is always that they're not staying busy. Just sitting there with a the fear getting worse each minute. Worrying about what the waves are doing, what everyone else is, what they're doing, what boards they're on, on and on. Doubt and panic are going to set in pretty quick when you aren't busy. Go get a wave. Any wave, just do something. Go get a hit, have a bad wipeout, and realize it can't get any worse than that. It's only going to go up. Go to the inside and get a few waves to get in rhythm, and then paddle back out. It doesn't matter. Catch whitewash. It really doesn't matter. Just find something to be like, I'm moving, I'm progressing. I'm not going backwards. It doesn't have to be the best wave. It just has to be something that builds that confidence. Get a couple waves in first and then go from there. For a lot of surfers, that's going to be one of the biggest fixes for you in that just doing something means so much and it's forgetting about any prejudices or anything like, oh, I'm at this level, I shouldn't be wearing, or I shouldn't be riding whitewash. Who cares? Who cares? Just it's about getting busy and working it up to it. It's kind of like every now and then I'll do surf photography. I'll paddle out with my camera. I don't particularly want to take photos of people in that first 15 to 30 minutes because I want them to feel comfortable. I don't want to shove a camera in their face and be like, oh, you have to perform and do this, this, and this. It's like just go get a couple waves, find your rhythm, find your flow, and build up to what you want to work on and then go. And sure, there's people that can do that from day one. But every new surf is different. Every time you paddle out, you're resetting where your mind is. And you may be thinking, I'm not comfortable as I was a week ago. And I have to start again. So build the confidence. Get in early. Keep busy. And if all else fails, have a chat with a friend. Understand your fears are normal and build that confidence up. The conversation is just an easy way for you to subconsciously bring out some things that may be holding you back. You won't be aware of them, but they may just stand out to the other person. So as I said early on, next week I'm going to talk about falling and how you can learn to fall, how you can relax in the moment. Because a lot of this now, you might be sitting there thinking, dude, this is so much. Like, how do I just build up to this? And that's the point. It's a, it's a journey. It's going to take you time. It's that choosing how you respond, that knowing you've had past success and you're looking at waves and going, I'm choosing not to be scared of this. I'm not choosing to let my fears run rampant. I'm going to choose 
to relax myself and that's my small win today that i have the choice on how i respond to this conditions and this environment and that you're going to keep working on that and it takes time and that's the whole point that you need experience and you need to read the ocean more and, and watch it and see what happens and when you're armed with knowledge everything becomes easier and you understand things and that's the whole point so to wrap this one up think back to the start what's big for you may not be big for me and what's big for me may be small for you it's your perception and that's okay it doesn't matter try and observe the waves how are they breaking can you start working into waves that are breaking more easily but bigger and what's as i previously just said what's your response to this change it into a positive mindset and then it comes into all the tools that i've outlined which is changing the conversation from no to maybe trying to find that excitement getting out of dippy understanding that you're responding to danger and trying to turn that environment into something of pleasure or something of learning something of what's the small win how can i do this and then be aware of tension for most surfers it's always there i guarantee the pros have it it just manifests in different ways for different people and where your skill level's at so focus on ways that you can calm your mind and calm your body breathing is an amazing exercise otherwise make a game have fun talk to a friend do something to take yourself away from that internal monologue of i'm scared i'm scared or i'm stressed and then just focus on small wins. Set the intention before you get out there. If you know it's going to be stressful, tell yourself it's not going to be because I'm going to work on this and anything else is okay. You'll notice this whole episode, there's nothing about technique. It's not about how you ride the waves. It's about your relationship with bigger waves and what you're comfortable with. With this week, I've mentioned time and time again, it's about a learning process, a journey, trying to change the way that you view things and all that. So take your time. And if you've been enjoying these podcasts, enjoying all of the Ombi training, it would mean the world to us if you could leave a review or share this with a friend. Anything along those lines would be greatly appreciated. And there's so much more training. You can listen back to the previous podcasts, the YouTube channel, the website, and then we also have our premium training through the online platform, so community.ombi.co. And you can find a new program designed for beginners. And this is a set out structured program week by week where you can follow along and just work on those small wins. So that's new for us. But then we also have the existing intermediate 12 week program, which does the same thing, but on a longer scale, going into more depth because the beginners, we want them to focus on what's important to them at that skill level. And then we have our monthly challenges going along. We have our subscription going where you can jump in with a team, get coaching back from us, work on something new every single month. So be great. I'll see you in that community. Otherwise, next week, I'll be talking about how to fall, learning to fall and failing forwards and relaxing in that moment. So until then, I'll see you next time.